0: yo 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 what's up everybody welcome to the sage against the machine podcast another exciting hour of me yelling at you about who knows what but actually (laughs) we believe it or not have an actual topic today and the reason is because i am not the only person in this room all right hold on let's see if you guys are here let's make sure everything oh look we got viewers and everything all right so here's the deal um i was given permission to do this but I want to show you, here we have a documentary crew, and they have been here, Uh, they've been to my house numerous times, Um, they have watched us eat dinner, they have watched me play the cello, Uh, apparently, and, and I'm pretty sure, I mean, hours of me doing the most ridiculous things, and i'm pretty sure it's going to be 5 minutes of me probably just yelling insane things <laughs> but you never know so at any rate um we are talking to we're going to talk be talking about um some mental health courts here in akron and uh the documentary crew is doing a documentary about mental health in akron and so i want to the 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 people here, the two main people are um Ken Paul Rosenberg and Peter Miller. And they created a Sundance uh I don't know, award winning, the DuPont Columbia Award winner, uh documentary called Bedlam. And um I didn't ask him if I could do this, but we're gonna watch their trailer. Okay. It's a very busy day today. Mental illness is not something people want to hear. It's not something they want to talk about. I'm calling from LAC USC. I was calling because we have a patient here. She's here in our psych ER. The state of mental illness in this country is beyond the trite notion of crisis, it's at a point of comedic absurdity. The number of people that we just completely given up on is just staggering. A lot of people down here suffer from mental health issues, and that's why they're down here. <laughs> I suffer from it, and these people suffer from it, and there ain't no help nowhere. It's just sad. We have historically not fought for people with mental illness. When people are rising up and saying, we are sick and tired of our families, being thrown away. No justice! No peace! As long as doctors tolerate these working conditions and the outside world won't know what's going on, then nothing will ever get better. The definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over and expecting different results. The way we treat mentally ill in this country is insane. <laughs> I'm afraid that's, that's the system. So, you know, I know that the creators of this documentary are sitting here in this room right now, but I'm here to tell you, this thing is good. Like this is legit good. I highly recommend that um, you check it out, particularly if you're interested in uh, the mental health situation in, um America this is uh, this one did not take place in Akron this was a lot went on in um LA but we can see these trends happening all over um America and it just does a really great job of highlighting what is 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 so broken about our system today and um the history and how we got here it's it's really good and so the fact that this group is here in Akron uh, basically taking the story to the next level is super exciting. But the reason they're doing it is because there are really innovative things going on in Akron as far as mental health is concerned. And it's mostly in our courtrooms. And I think what happened was they came here for the courtroom and then somehow stumbled upon me and what i was doing with homeless people and they followed that journey pretty interestingly i think um from you know they saw a a camp and then they saw the camp dismantled that's happened to me i think 3 times that the city has forced me to shut down uh my homeless camps and uh they were able to uh, experience that iteration and so i i think that kind of adds a compelling component to this, this story here in Akron, because I think there are some things that are going on in Akron that are pretty interesting. So what the, what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be talking about multiple topics and they're going to kind of try and fit together. So we're going to be talking about mental health court with people with felonies. We're going to be, uh, that's, uh, that's the uh, Hope Court. And then we're going to be talking about New Day Court, which is a civil court. And then I think we're going to be touching on Jalen Walker. And then I, I don't know if we're going to get to it, but they wanted to, me to touch on the Supreme Court filing that failed. Um, I don't know if that's even relative. Yeah. We, were, we tried to go to the U.S. Supreme Court for me to put a tent in my backyard. Bump, 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 big news. It failed. I'm not allowed to put a tent in my backyard. Don't be ridiculous. And what's interesting about that, I think I will start from that. So, you know, if you followed along my story, you know I've tried all the different courts. I've tried to go to the Ohio Supreme Court twice. They wouldn't hear our case. I've been to uh, the Court of Appeals, the district courts, every court. And nobody, nobody will allow me to put one tent. It got down to the point, the Institute for Justice like, they were basically like, could he have one tent for the most extreme case of homelessness for somebody that had absolutely nowhere to go? And the definitive, absolute answer is no. Don't be stupid, Sage. That's ridiculous. And the, the big reason is, is because it comes down to zoning, and zoning um, trumps pretty much everything. Uh, zoning... Is a situation in America that obviously, I don't know if it's obvious for you, but, you know, it was created basically to hurt black people like so many of these punitive things um, hurt black people. And we're going to talk about how these these courts are actually uh, disproportionately hurting black people. Um, the, 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 the story of, of of racism in America and how we can come up with clever new ways to hurt black people is always fascinating to me. Uh, We do it in new, innovative ways on a daily basis. And so the zoning matters more than anything. And so what happens is in America, we have one tool. There is one tool we have for everything, and it's punitive. Lock them up. Force them to do this. That's all we have. That's all we have, because doing anything else, doing anything where we were like, hey, what about if Sage takes a total piece of shit land somewhere, anywhere, and we let him have 10 tents on that land, but we make him really document it, really track it, really report back what kind of success rate he's going to have that would be interesting, right? We could be like, hey, man, you want to come over to Sage's Tent City? Of which at one point I had 75 people willingly going to Sage's Tent City in the middle of Akron in the middle of winter. I didn't force them to go. I didn't, there was no court that said, you are bad, you need to go to Sage's Tent Village. 75 people showed up on my property Willingly to live in a tent in the middle of winter. I had people that did that for two winters straight. Lived in a tent in Akron, Ohio in the middle of winter by choice. By choice. Yet here we're going to be having a discussion about new and innovative ways to force people to do things they don't want to do. This is the insanity that is America. We have we we've lost our minds because we have lost our way of of, of innovation, creativity. We have have become this, this 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 monolithic monstrosity that has one tool. It's a hammer. And if you aren't doing what the system wants you to do, they pull out the hammer and either lock you up or force you to do something so that you behave. All right, so here's the thing. (laughs) They're like, all right, Sage, you need to uh, explain this so a five-year-old could understand it. And to which I said, that's perfect because that's about the level of which I understand anything. So I don't know if this is going to work or not, but we're going to try, okay? We're going to try to make this happen, okay? So what you need to know, in Akron, Ohio, we have two courts. We have the Hope Court, which is Judge Bro. And we have the new court, okay? Now, which one would you like? Let's, okay, yeah, let's go with Hope Court. Because now Hope Court, let's go over here. Let's go see the Hope Court uh, from the Summit County Court uh, of, let's see, Summit County Court of Common Pleas. Here it is. Hope Court mission statement, okay? The Summit County Common Pleas Mental Health Court is dedicated to providing offenders- who have been diagnosed with a serious mental illness which contributed to their involvement in a criminal justice system with access. Don't you love how we're going to give you access by force? You're going to get access by force to treatment and resources necessary to establish accountability independence, stability, and ultimately decreasing their interaction with the criminal system, and improving overall quality of life. So says we. We will decide when your quality of life has met our standards. And until then, to hope court with you, to hope court. Now, here, they got a fancy brochure. You know, I don't know why. Can I take this off? I think I can. I don't know why I start these podcasts with sweatshirts on because I get all worked up. There, okay, okay, okay. Here, now let's let's look at this beautiful soap corp brochure. <laughs> look at that tree. Uh, not inconsequentially, uh, brown hands. Brown hands, like, oh, brown hands with a bunch of other colored hands. Incidentally, none of those hands are white. We got red hands. We got yellow hands, green hands, purple hands. No white hands. Now I'm sure there's white people in Hope Court. Hope Court. Can you believe this? Hope Court. <laughs> so here are the partners. Number one, the Akron Police. Whoa, get out. No, not the Akron Police. Community Support Services, who incidentally makes a shit ton of money off of people with mental illnesses. That's how they make their money. Mental illness. Local Defense Council uh, National Alliance on mental illness. Oriana House makes a shit ton of money on locking people up. If you look at all these people, it's making a, they're all people that make a shit ton of money from people that are suffering. Partners. Partners in making money on suffering people. Okay. Here's the program goals. Here they are. Improve life stability. Okay? Reduce criminal recidivism. Increase compliance with court orders. You will comply. You will comply. Reduce hospitalization and ER visits. Reduce jail visits and arrests. Provide access to service. And provide satisfaction with the court process. Do you see in here anywhere where they're like, and help the person achieve the life they want. No. It's help them achieve the life we want. We want. This is a nightmare. This is Orwellian. Actually, I always talk. I don't know. 1984. It's one of those shows. It's 1984. Or, or the other one. It's Bad News Bears. It is people deciding that you aren't good enough you aren't hitting the mark and so now they are going to force you to do mental health treatment so that you can achieve improved satisfaction with the court process <laughs> okay this is uh judge Allison bro I like judge Allison bro very much Very cool lady. Uh, I think she won her election this last time. So, yay, Allison, bro. I am not, look, I like trying things. And it's easy for me and all of us to sit over here on the side and be like, that's evil. That's terrible. Well, what are you doing about it? But I have one ace in the hole. I had 75 people in tents, people, that willingly came there willingly showed up they had to work to be there i had a thing and it was shut down and you know why you know why and i i i I know that like this is conspiracy you know level stuff none of these people made any money on it there's no money in my tent village but there's a shit ton of money in Hope Court. Oh, are you saying we have to force people to go to CSS and take drugs and do what we say? No way. And may I say, as a Democrat, this is just what we do as Democrats. Hope and change. You know what that got us? Barack Obama got us forced. <laughs> health care by private health care insurance providers this is what Democrats do they force us to do shit we don't want to do this is dangerous shit okay now let me tell you it only gets worse from here when we're going when we get to new day court you thought this shit was bad just just wait but What we have to decide here is, okay, so let's step back. Let's say, let's say we got to do something. I think we can all agree on that. And I'm the kind of guy that likes to put all the options on the board. And I honestly like to start at Hitler. I always think, hey, man, Hitler had an idea. He was killing homeless people. He was killing a lot of people. He was killing gypsies, mentally ill, homeless. He's got to go on the board because quite honestly, I'm not I we genocide people all the time. They're genociding the Uyghurs over in China right now. Genocide is always on the table from humanitarian's perspective. So, you just wait, you'll probably see some genocide come to a town near you before you know it. So, and but if you don't if you if you cringe at that, why don't you go watch that old '80s movie, Logan's Run, where they put a little stone in your hand when the stone turned color because you got too old? They just offed you that way. So let's say, oh, Sage, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid, Sage. We can't just murder people. That's that. We would never. Oh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't just murder people. How many? people have we murdered in the Middle East in the name of American Way by Barack Obama and his Hellcat Firestorm autonomous jet shit. Bullshit, we wouldn't murder innocent people. We do it all the time. It's what America does. So, but let's just say, okay, we'll put it on the board, but it's not realistic. It's not realistic. Okay, we don't want to do that, Sage. That's just too ugh, makes me feel icky. Like fine, so then what? Well, then how about next idea? We lock them all up. We lock them all up. If you aren't complying, you aren't. You know, staying in your house. You aren't. You're living in a tent, and you won't stay get out of your tent. Put them in jail. How about that? There's only one problem. That shit's expensive. It's expen. what is it, $40,000 a year put somebody in jail? So logistically, very difficult to just lock them all up. Although, may I say, I think we have more black people in prison right now than we had in all the prisons in the 80s. So we're doing a good job. I mean, we got a can-do attitude of locking people up. We can lock a shit ton of people up. I heard we got 90,000 people living in uh, individual apartments uh, in the jails called uh, 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 solitary confinement. Not only are we locking up people, we're giving them our own homes with no interaction of humanity. 90,000 people. So yeah, we really care about mental health in America. Bullshit. We don't give a shit about anything. If we cared about mental illness, we would get the people out of those solitary confinement cells, which they don't call solitary confinement anymore. They call it, I don't know, something like hope rooms or something. I'm sure they call it some bullshit like that, like hope court. They're hope rooms. They're hope rooms where they go and sit for years by themselves. Jesus Christ, hope court. Hope court. So, no. We got got this. I mean, (laughs) but... The idea of locking up a half a million homeless people is going to be challenging. So we got a new idea. We got a new idea, mental health court, where we don't lock people up, but we force them to take those drugs. We force them. So now, okay, so now we got Hitler. We gotta lock them all up, and now we gotta force them to take drugs. Now, here's the thing. If you do studies, if you watch this Bedlam documentary, which you really should run out and do right now, you go over to YouTube, go watch this shit, it's really fucking good. You're gonna see that people don't like to stay on their drugs. And I also learned in Bedlam, Mental health illnesses are a lifetime thing. It's not like, oh, man, I got a bad case of the schizophrenia now. Man, it's just, whoo, it's gone all over me. I hope to get over that, like, COVID. No. You get the, you get the schizophrenia, you got the schizophrenia. You got to stay on those drugs your whole life. And I, I don't want to uh, spoiler the Bedlam movie, but it's not a particularly happy ending. The people they follow. I don't know if there was one happy ending. There was a girl on a swing for like five minutes. Who uh, they caught her early, and I think she's okay. I think I don't know. I don't know what happened to that little girl. But it's. I read a. I read. Uh. Okay. Let me go see if I here. There's a. There's an article here. Let me. Uh. Let me come down here. Uh. Okay, so here is an article about Judge Stormer. This is in Vox, Vox Vox.com. Courts are using the powerful black robe effect to treat severe mental illness. Should they? This was done in 2017, but she's been doing this. Here she is. Look at there. She's got a famous picture there on Vox. Congressman, millions to spread assisted outpatient treatment. Uh, uh, AOT. That's what they're going to call it through this. AOT across the country. But evidence is far from conclusive. Okay, There's Judge Stormer, okay, in her New Day court, okay? Well, now, okay, so this is actually, I'm going to jump ahead, because this was this court. The other court, Hope Court, was people with felonies. This court is a civil court, okay? Let me tell you how Judge Stormer's court works. You got a family member that's acting up. You don't know they don't go to work. They don't take showers. They're getting smelly. They're yelling. They're out of control. You call the police and you say the magic words. I believe my family member could benefit from treatment. It enacts this whole process. Where they come out and decide somebody who has not committed a crime other than being an asshole, <laughs> they get involved in New Day Court. Welcome to New Day Court, says Marsha, Le- Eleanor Marsh Stormer. Here I am. It's a new day, a new day. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't ask for a new day. Oh, no, it is a new day. Uh, why? Well, because someone called and said you could benefit from treatment. (laughs) There's three ways you can get into this court. You've been into the hospital for, for, uh, uh, mental health too many times. Like what is it? Three. I don't know what the number is. Three strikes and you're out into new day court um the police pick you up and they decide in their incredible psychiatric wisdom that you could benefit from treatment or your family calls and says the magic words uh hello i believe my fucking asshole son could benefit from treatment right away madam we're coming over and then they come over and of course because he's belligerent and you know an asshole he flies off the handle with the cops he starts throwing shit he's going nuts maybe he even pees in the corner i don't know he's mad he's mad as hell and then they're all like yep 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 i think he could benefit from some treatment or you could leave him the fuck alone but no those are the things they went to the hospital one too many times. The police picked you up, or your family said you could benefit from treatment, and here you go. You're hanging out with Judge Stormer with the black robe effect. Ah let me read a little here let me read a little on the night of April 29, 2005 Akron, Ohio police officers found 35-year-old William Hale lying in the doorway of his neighbor's home not breathing, unresponsive bleeding from a gunshot wound to the torso an ambulance rushed Hale to the general hospital where Dr. Brown is dead The accused shooter a man I'll call Buddy that's a sweet name to choose Buddy claimed he shot Hale in self-defense now Buddy, man, this guy is amazing Uh, But the Summit County Criminal Court found Buddy guilty of manslaughter and sentenced him to three years in prison. I don't know how this guy got off with three years in prison, okay? Wait till you hear Buddy's story. So here, here's a man who incidentally uh, is convinced he has a robot arm living inside of him, but more than that in a minute. Just, you know, get your taste buds going on this shit. Uh, Shoots a guy and gets three years in jail, prison. You go to prison. Okay? In the years since his arrest, Buddy has been out of the jail, in and out of the jail. I tagged along with his case manager, Stacey Stahl, to pick him up for a court date last August. Okay? This is years ago. Buddy looks at least a decade younger than his 36 years, though he sports a goatee, the same color, blah, blah, blah. He's 5'5, bone thin. He seems to swim in cargo shorts. Uh, His mom picked him up at his mom's house in New Franklin. It's 30 minutes out of Akron. Boxed. I just changed Buddy's name to protect his privacy because he has a difficult diagnosed. Unspecified schizophrenic disorder. He has a lot of delusions. Believes he that he believes uh, beliefs that he obsesses over. When we encountered William Hale in his doorway 12 years ago, Buddy wasn't medicated. One of Buddy's recurring delusions. get this. I love this. Recurring delusions is the surgeons long ago implanted a robot baby arm inside of him. Last June he stopped taking his medication an injection called In Vegas Hestena. That's an ominous name in Vegas, Astana, which he's supposed to get once a month. Buddy went to the local emergency room and told physicians he needs surgery and remove the robot arm. Uh says right here. Uh, I think you could benefit from some treatment, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So the doctors committed him to the psych ward stall. Buddy's case manager reminded him that he went to the ER. The doctors told him about the robot baby arm, but he cut her off. But it still don't mean a motor rail, which is the number one fiction science body part, should be in my body. And he talked to us for six minutes about the army believes and planned. This guy still thinks the body part is in his in his, the, the robot arm is in there. Okay, this guy is, and I think he's on meds at this point. Okay, this guy, it's he's, he's he. This is him on meds. I tried unsuccessfully to redirect Buddy to interview him about his illness and his treatment. Specifically, I wanted to talk about how after his last hospitalization, he uh, became part of the program called New Day Court. It's the centerpiece of Summit County's assisted outpatient treatment, AOT program. AOT is essentially court-ordered outpatient treatment. Now, here's the thing. Apparently, Buddy shoots a guy, does his three years, and is out on the street, okay? But he's got this hang-up where he's got this robot arm inside of him that nobody will take out. (laughs) And then everyone looks up at their paper and says, I believe you would benefit from some treatment. So literally, the guy kills somebody, gets three years in jail, But now, because he's got a robot arm inside of him, he's in New Day court for who knows how long. How long does Buddy go to New Day court? Until, I don't know, he complies? Who gives a crap if the guy's got a robot arm inside of him? Now, Buddy's a complicated character because clearly he likes to shoot people. Buddy's a little bit of a mess in this story. I mean, I'm a little conflicted about what to do with Buddy. I, wanna, I would say, does that robot arm convince you to want to shoot people? Uh, because, I don't know. Maybe uh, you would benefit from some treatment. The United States has long struggled with how to care for citizens with severe mental illness. Just a few weeks before his assassination in '63, Kennedy signed the Community Health Act law, which began the process of deinstitutionalization. Jeez, oh, Pete, that's a lot of letters. I'm going to say it. Deinstitutionalization. Bam! That time, new advances in pharmacology led physicians to believe that they could effectively treat the mentally ill in the community rather in men- than in mental hospitals. That law did not include long-term federal funding from community health projects. In 1981, Reagan signed legislation that transferred responsibility for carrying those mental illness to the states included a state block grant, but federal funding, surprise, surprise, those grants has declined significantly over time. And now you have people wandering around town believing they got robot arms inside of them. Today, a lot of mentally ill patients end up in prison or uh, jail or homelessness. Yes. One reason study found that more than half of all inmates in about a quarter of the homeless population, which is wildly misdiagnosed, it's like a quarter of homeless population. What homeless people do these people know? The striking public health and humanitarian failure that carries a significant financial cost. There it is, the financial cost. Summit County believes assisted outpatient treatment is the solution. While the scientific research on AOT is limited and mixed, it's one of many communities that have implemented this program, Mono is controversial because it involves force. And a lot of psychiatrists believe that means it'll never work in the long term. Now, and if you go down here, I believe we find out that they're like, uh, let's see. Uh, it says, the New Day Court has a different kind of specialty courthouse in the complex program, probably, probably walked in, Stahl had been an illness. He seemed quite sick to me, but Stahl, who has worked with Buddy for five years, said he, she's seen him much worse when he doesn't take his medication. She said the delusions are nonstop. You can't redirect him from the conversation. It's just constant. And believe you me, I know those people, and it's annoying. I've never met a guy that uh, had a robot arm in his body, but I have met a guy that believes like a rock is talking to him. And I'm here to tell you that gets real old real fast. So I, I, I feel for Miss Stahl over here. Having to listen to robot arm bullshit happens to me a lot. Uh, but uh, ultimately, I just walk away. I don't jamming with drugs <laughs> but who am i to say uh he loses sleep it's really sad actually with the meds he still talks about it but it's not first and foremost it's really sad it's sad as opposed to jamming drugs down his in his veins without his 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 his, his, his endorsement that's not sad <sighs> eleanor stormer marsh the reason Buddy has been staying on his medication in a fixture. She has an open face and warm brown eyes. Before I started frequent, well, okay, yeah, anyways. All we know is uh, the general gist is if Buddy wasn't forced to do this, Buddy would not do it, okay? So, and the reason, number one reason, number one reason is it doesn't make them feel like themselves. They don't like how they feel when they're on the drugs, okay? Now, remember my story? We got the Hitler thing, we got the lock them up thing, and now we have this thing. Why don't we just put them in a coma? I mean, what drugs? Or Why don't we bring back uh, uh, electroshock therapy? Like one flew over the cougar's nest. Why don't we just zombie the fuck out of these people so they just wander around like passive sheep? Where do we stop? And at what point does somebody watch this podcast and say, I believe Sage would benefit from some treatment? Because we all fucking know that's for sure. Fuck yeah, I'm already on 40 milligrams of citalopram and I still got to exercise. I mean this is me on antidepressant medication. <laughs> so, like when like when does this where does this stop and start? Who gets to s- decide? Okay. There is a woman who lives down by our house where we help uh, homeless people. She is out of her mind, completely somewhere else. She comes to our house and hangs out in our basement sometimes, but most of the time I see her just wandering around looking at the ground for I don't know what little flecks of meth, money, diamonds. I don't know what she's looking for, but I see her spend hours a day wandering around just with her head down looking at dirt. So do we say that's sad? That's sad. Who the fuck am I to say what's sad or not sad? That is dangerous. Dangerous. Like when, like, is that the, is that the metric? Oh, well, I looked at you and that's sad. You shouldn't live that way. You shouldn't live in, a, in a, 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 a tar paper shack on a river in Ohio in Appalachia. That's sad. That's sad. And this is freaky. Um, we got a lot of problems in Akron. A lot of problems. And we don't have that many tools to address them. We uh are right now suffering from the uh after effects of the murder of Jalen Walker. uh I'm seeing uh anger welling up in strange little pockets in Akron because of that. Um, We are experiencing increased um, income inequality. And it is all leading to increased drug use which I think is compounded uh, with a dual diagnosis of mental health issues. And ultimately, we're all proud of ourselves because we have new day court where we're going to force medication on people who are living a way that somebody doesn't agree with. Who? Who? decides what way of living is acceptable and not acceptable. Because let's say this works. Let's say Judge Stormer's court decreases hospitalization, decreases recidivism, decreases time and interaction with the police. You're like, man, you put her over there in New Day Court, and these people walk around like... Like, uh, like like, new day lilies from the dawn. They just wander around happy and I'm so happy. I can't believe I was ever believing there was a robot arm inside me. What was I thinking? People are going to go like, damn, those are good results, Judge Stormer. Uh, it says here, you can just say uh, I believe they would benefit from treatment. I got a couple guys right over here I think would benefit from some of that juicy, juicy treatment you got. Where does it stop? This is dangerous. Now, I'm a libertarian. I have a vision of uh, two gay guys running a pot farm holding AR-15s in the middle of Akron. That's my vision of a beautiful future of Akron. Protecting their farms with AR-15s and just making out and having good gay fun all the time, smoking their delicious ganja and making sure people don't fuck with their farms with their guns. That's me. I'm a real don't tread on me guy. I'm like, keep the government out of my business. But the government did that to me. They radicalized me because all I ever wanted to do was help somebody who didn't have a place to stay. And the government gets up on my business in my private property and says, no, no. Uh, If you see here, Sage, we got new day court. Uh, We should send them over to Judge Stormer because I believe they would benefit from some treatment. What if you came over and talked to these people right now? Maybe you could help them? No. Take it down, Sage. That's against zoning. And we all know what's most important in America, zoning. Because that's how we have organized uh, and, and oppressed black people since the beginning. <laughs> we like to call it redlining, but what we do here is We like to just organize our society so that uh, uh, people we don't like are herded into categories where we can control them. And isn't that what all this is? Isn't this all just another offshoot of zoning? Of people that would benefit from treatment? You can't do that over here. You can't have that over here. You can't buy that house. Look at the color of your skin. Are you ridiculous? Well, now we don't do that anymore. I mean, we do that, but we don't say it. Of course, of course. And may I say, I think in that article, let me see if I can find if it was in this article, you'll never guess who is mostly affected by these courts. Black people. Black people are something like four times more likely to be caught up in this shenanigans. I can't find that. I probably made that up, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Pretty sure it is true. (laughs) Because of course it's true. When does anything we do not negatively affect black people more? We have the war on drugs, guess who gets screwed? Black people. We have this new New Day court, guess who's gonna get screwed? Black people. Black people always get screwed. Um. So, yeah, I happen to be a don't tread on me libertarian. Stay the fuck away from my personal private lives. Okay. You do whatever religion you want. You have sex with whoever you want. Long as it's. Uh, you know, they're over 18. I do obviously believe in, uh, uh you know, uh, pedophilia being outlawed and criminalized. But let me use that an example. Pedophiles. I have a friend, uh, my best friend from elementary school, spending life in prison as a pedophile. You know why? Because he was uh, abused when he was a kid. I don't know. During when I was friends with him, I guess. I haven't asked him yet. And I'm here to tell you, I'm glad he is spending life in prison because I don't see him coming to terms with his pedophilia. He's blaming other people. It was a big mistake. This is an injustice to his life. And meanwhile, we have him on video having sex with underage people. It wasn't like some sort of, oh, he said, she said. No, it's video, man. I think he should be in prison forever. I mean, based on what I've seen, I think it's better that he just stay over there. We don't need him and kids getting back together. No, bad news, bad news. Now, I believe a Buddy over here with robot arm is a little bit of a concern, but he did his time. He murdered a guy, I guess. He did his three years. He paid for that crime. So why wouldn't we be able to do this with anybody? Why wouldn't we be able to say, hey, man, you killed that guy. Now we're going to go into uh, happy dappy court where you got to report the rest of your fucking life because we're a little concerned uh, you might benefit from being in this court. Who decides? Who gets to be in the court and what courts and, and how this expands and, 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 and who gets roped into this bullcrap? When mental, mentally ill people start hurting other people, that's where my libertarianism goes right out the door. I deal with dangerous, mentally ill people constantly, constantly. I've been shot at. I've been hit multiple times. Um, I'm basically, I'm shutting down our our house right now, our um, a house that we shelter homeless people, because there's a mentally ill guy that keeps beating the shit out of his girlfriend. She won't leave him. And he keeps kicking in the door to go see her. There's nothing I can do. They won't call the cops on him, and so we can't convict him because they don't like calling the cops. The only option I can see is to shut the whole thing down. So that's what I'm doing. June 1st, I'm shutting the whole house down and I'm retooling. Mostly it's because of this one guy. I wish there was something we could do with that guy. But he's not a part of New Day Court. I mean, where do I call and say, hey, uh, this guy would benefit from some treatment? I have called. We pink slip people. We pink slip people in this, in this, in this community. And what that means is if they um, answer the questions in a certain right way, they get held for 72 hours. I have tried to pink slip people probably 20 times in doing this work. I think it's, it, I've been effective three times to get them to go into uh, treatment for 72 hours. For 72 hours. How, How do they decide who gets into the program? Is it because somebody has insurance? I mean, who gets into the program? Because my people don't get into the program. I got people shooting at me, swinging knives at me, hatchets at me. Where's where's the new day court for me? I call the police. I say things, and they're like, "Well, that sounds complicated. I maybe it was a misunderstanding." I have a cop on on record saying that to me. Ah, oh, it sounds complicated. I don't know. Maybe it was a misunderstanding. So who's getting into this program? How is it working? And. What do we do about people that are a violent threat? We we got people in this room right now in New York City who probably have experienced extremely mentally ill people in subways. I've experienced it in New York City. Why can't we do something about them? How does this... The whole thing is screwed up. Um... I highly encourage you to educate yourself on the uh, Hope Court and the New Day Court. I think this is incredibly dangerous, mostly because the New Day Court, they just decide if you go in. They just decide if you go in because they think you would benefit from treatment. At least with Hope Court and Judge Bro, if you have a felony, which seems to me to make a little more sense, uh, you could be like, look, you can either go to jail or you can do this. That seems like a more logical step, but new day court. Assisted outpatient treatment. That is a dangerous dangerous uh situation. Um there's one more thing I want to talk about and then we're going to end. There is something called anosognosia. Okay? Can you say anosognosia? I've been practicing it. Anosognosia. okay, is this big word. Hold on. No. Hold on. I'm going to tell you what anosognosia means. It's a neurological condition in which the patient is unaware of their neurological deficit or psychiatric condition. Okay, have you ever heard of this word? Anasognosia. They are unaware of their neurological deficit or psychiatric condition. Well, isn't that handy? I thought my life was okay. I mean, yeah, I I say some crazy things. My art's kind of out there. You know, Vincent Van Gogh. Probably super top-of-the-line case of anosognosia. Didn't really understand what's going on. Had to cut off his ear. So now we have a word for people that apparently are too stupid to know they have a mental illness. Here is a blog post. I don't know is this guy's name karis withak i don't know this was done on uh, august 20th 2017 pog toast the blog post is called the a word the a word it's been used on me about me without me but never by me or for me most people can't pronounce the word spell the word even spell spellcheck doesn't know how to spell the word siri repeatedly says i'm not sure i understand when i ask an almost satirical response don't you think <laughs> It's not a dirty word, or, or is it? It depends on who's using it and why. The A word is our scarlet letter. It is our brand that we didn't ask for, that we don't want. People say it means we have no insight, no understanding, but in fact, you may have the most insight, most understanding of all. Perhaps what it may mean is you don't have the insight on the thing they want you to have the insight about. The A word is powerful, but it shouldn't have that much power. power It's too powerful. Once used, it cannot be undone, erased, or forgotten. It probably goes down on your permanent record. The power of the word divides us. The power of the word stops us from talking, being curious, connecting, and maybe even loving. The word is dropped like a gauntlet when things get tough, when people are afraid, when they don't know what to do, and when people want to help you find they're powerless. Their powerlessness becomes the catalyst to use the A word that disempowers us, all of us. The A word protects a people in protecting us. It's an unethical, an unintentional twisted love that needs to be untwisted. So here is a person that has been, I don't know, is it a diagnosis? This person has had this word applied to them without their will. Anagnosia. You don't know how crazy you are. Motherfucker, I'm just living my life. Am I hurting you? Well, it just looks sad the way you're living. Well, fuck you. Maybe I think the way you live is sad. No, 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 no. Oh No, I'm rich and live in a house. You see, Anasognosia, you don't understand that the way you're living is wrong and the way that I'm living is right. I think right here says you would benefit from some treatment. We have this new place in Akron. Well, it's not new. It's been around a long time. New Day Court. Motherfucker, I don't want to go to New Day Court. Ah, oh, I know. I know that's anosognosia. You're going to feel better if you just go. What did I do? Well, you know, clearly you're raising your voice, Sage. Yeah, I'm raising my voice because this is getting fucking shitty scary right now. Yeah, Just relax, Sage. Do you know I've been in... um. Uh, I, I was speaking to city council once, and they told me that. They're like, Sage, uh, you need to lower your voice. You need to lower your voice. <laughs> it's the Amendment, motherfucker. There is not some sort of decimal level on this shit. No, uh, anisognosia, Sage, Anasignosia. Um, When was the last time you saw your mental health provider? Have you talked about your treatment with your mental health provider? You know, maybe we should just start a plan Um, Judge Stormer, she's got nice, soft brown eyes and a really open face. I think we should go see Judge Stormer. Fuck you, motherfuckers! First Amendment! Fuck you! uh, 911, excuse me, uh, officer, uh, I think we have a person here that we might need your help. Could you come and pick him up? I think he might benefit from some treatment. Fuck you! And that's it. That's how you get into the program. I did nothing wrong except try to help a homeless person by putting them in a tent and got mad about it. And who is to say I don't have anisognosia? I'm sure I got something. I got psychiatrists all around this room. They're probably diagnosing me right now. I probably got a list five million miles long of the problems I got. But if you ask me, Problem isn't me. So he's spoken like a true psycho patient. <laughs> no, man, the system is fucking us up. And there you go. Now I'm in it. Now I'm in the system. Now here I am. There it is. I'm fine. Everybody else is screwed up. No, Sage. No. no, 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 buddy. It's you. Anna Signoja, Judge Stormer. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I hope you like the government all up in your shit because that's what's coming. Brought to you by my party, the Democrats. And may I say, Republicans like to be up in our shit too. I mean, they like it because it's money. Getting up in our grill, uh, reading all of our social media stuff, uh, seeing everything we're doing online, gives them all the ammunition to drop big words like anosognosia, and you would benefit from treatment. And there they go. And now it's a revenue stream, especially if I'm not carrying my own weight. The reason I get off is because I'm a wealthy white guy who pays his bills. But, uh, you know, what happens if the mayor says, you know, this guy scares me. Oh, do you know what we else have? I got it. We have a new ordinance in Akron. Uh, that is a, um, menacing ordinance. And the menacing ordinance in Akron, which got passed by uh, city council a few uh, uh, months ago, maybe weeks, only one city council person voted against it, a black man, who uh, incidentally, uh, the only black man on city council, who uh, 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 and he has been censured because he terrified six anonymous women during COVID times when they were working on Zoom. Six anonymous women came and said... Uh, Councilman Russ Neal terrifies me. And they're like, no, not him. He is scary, isn't he? Yes, he's very scary. Well, we're going to censure him. The only guy I know censured in city council, a black man. He's the only guy who voted against this uh, menacing law. Here's the thing. If a city council member, anybody in uh, office or a city worker, says that they feel like you're menacing them. Three days in jail. I feel menaced. Three days in jail. And then you're in the system. Then I start yelling and I'm all fucking pissed. They're dropping could benefit from some treatment. and a Anasognosia. Hey, man, I'll take all the fucking drugs. I don't give a shit. Can I get on some of that really cool psychedelic treatment shit? I'll fucking do it, baby. Let's drop some drugs. I'm down for anything. Whatever. Anyways, I love you. The world is a fucked up, crazy place. Uh, I'd say no, you're right, but you ain't got no rights. So uh, good night and good luck. And I'll see you in a new day court.